Hi, and welcome back to the Middling Along podcast. My guest today is Sam Evans. She co-founded the online sex toy company, Joe Divine, with her husband, Paul, in 2007. And they specialize in skin-safe sex toys and irritant-free lubricants. She has a professional background in nursing and writes extensively about sexual health and pleasure for Joe Divine. Welcome along, Sam. Hi, Emma. Thank you very much for asking me to join you. I will just quickly say, in case anyone is listening to this uh, in the car or at home with sort of smaller ears around, there will be some sex talk, which is, if you want your kids to listen to that, fantastic. If you don't, maybe this is one to save for another time and should also say that uh, my dad listens to these. So, Dad, you have been warned. (laughs) If you want to listen to it, we can talk later. Maybe this is one to skip. We'll see. Could be an interesting discussion over lunch sometime. So, Sam, tell me, why did you decide to set up the company uh, 15 years ago or so now? Okay. (laughs) So, it's my husband's idea. He was working in banking in IT. I was raising our three children, having taken a break from nursing and having struggled to go back to nursing as well, which was frustrating Mm because I make it quite difficult. And he just came up with this idea. He said, you know, why don't they do sex parties, sex toy parties for um, couples? And I said, oh, I don't know. Um, and then he did a bit of investigating. And at that time, Lalo and Fun Factory Sex Toys had just come to market. They were like this was a higher end luxury brand. You know, we'd moved on from the rampant rabbit and these dreadful jelly and latex and rubber toys, though they still <laughs> exist today. And so that's how we started, literally one toy that I used to wrap whilst watching Lark Rose to Candleford on a Sunday night. We used to wrap it in brown paper while the kids were in bed. And then basically Paul was still at work. He'd ring through the orders and I would run down to the post office with the trolley of love, we used to call it. It was a little shopping <laughs> trolley that we got in a French supermarket when we went on holiday. And people say, oh, I see you with your trolley. I go, it's a trolley of love. It was bright orange. I love it. So, um, and then he eventually, he did give up his job after a year because he kept running to the loo to, you know, he was taking phone calls on this other phone and in, in the loo. <laughs> so it was like, right, okay. And also he then set up a website. So, and then it's grown from there. We only decided, we decided only to sell high-end skin-safe products and there weren't that many around at the time and again with sexual lubricants we chose the yes organic lubricants and we've stuck to that basically we've added a new organic lubricant to our website but we won't sell anything that's available on the high street that is full of irritating ingredients and weirdly enough I'd had sexual health issues in my 20s and 30s so we had been using KY and Jurex lubricants um, for any sex play and I kept getting recurrent infections from the age of 23 when I met Paul and it was thrush, bacterial vaginosis, the fishy smelling discharge, thrush, cystitis, urinary tract infections, which then led to vaginismus, whereby your pelvic floor muscles tighten, mm. make sex painful or uncomfortable. And it was because every time we had sex, I'd be thinking, am I going to be up all night on the loo with cystitis? Am I going to be itching on the wall tomorrow with thrush? I was diagnosed at 30, so I'd had it for seven years and was offered stress management. I was diagnosed with vaginismus. Never heard of it. I trained as a nurse. But at no point during my time, every time I kept going to the doctors for caniston, because it wasn't available over the counter, nobody actually ever asked me about my sex life, didn't ask me about what lubes I was using, was I using condoms, they didn't ask me about spermicidal gels, because I was using a diaphragm for a short period as well. And it wasn't until I hit 40, we set up the company, 
And then we started using DS products. And within about a week, I noticed all my symptoms had started to disappear. Wow. Um, and that's why I started to investigate ingredients, which is why I never shut up about them. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm really passionate about it. But it changed people, your life, right? It's, it, it's... Tra- it transformed my intimate health and our sex life, basically. And my husband's really sad because I didn't tell him I had vaginismus. I didn't tell him it was hurting. Um, you know, and so many people do this. They endure painful sex. Mm. But I didn't understand what was happening to my body. So I feel very angry at the intimate hygiene and lubricant industry that all these products still exist today. They are recommended by medical and nursing professionals. Even this morning, I was talking to somebody and she was using KY and she said she had no idea. And I said, well, please put it in the bin because she'd actually been referred to me by a gynecologist. So it was wow. like, right, OK. So, you know, it's not just those two brands that I'm going after. It's all brands it's but but I think a lot of us are completely in the dark in terms of what you know the fact that there can be such a big difference in terms of the ingredients and and what the kind of what impact that might be having yeah and that often you know it's the first time somebody's using a loo when they hit menopause they've got vaginal dryness or vaginal atrophy or it's itching or it's stinging you know the vulval tissues are changing what's the first thing they do they go to Sainsbury's or supermarket or uh, you know boots or super drug whatever and they'll grab something off the shelf a familiar brand obviously because mm. these brands are everywhere or maybe something that uh, you know a menopausal celebrity has recommended or sells or an influencer or some doctor that they've seen on instagram you know or they've seen an ad on telly you know and it's not their fault but they have no idea that pretty much all these products contain many irritating ingredients that actually exacerbate your symptoms mm. and actually will mask other genital skin conditions and also cause irritation that stinging that itching that bout of thrush so you know I always say to people if the one thing they take away from this podcast is become an ingredients detective (laughs) because that's really really important and not all lubes are the same and actually using a pool lube can put you off using lubricant which Mm. actually when you use a really good lube like we sell it can transform your sex life and your sexual pleasure so you know it could be something as simple as switching your lubricants um, and trying something else so yeah and things out your kitchen and bathroom cupboard as well you know just because something simply (laughs) just it doesn't mean it's good for for any sex play you know and a lot of these products were never designed for intimate use anyway so you shouldn't be using them so so if in doubt they can check out the the joe divine website so any anything that you sell you completely you know 100 percent trust is going to be as far unless anyone that has a particular specific allergy to, to no, and you will, should be yeah you, you will occasionally find people i know flaxseed can be a, might be a problem you know the occasional person and that's in um, the yes couple of the yes products um, and obviously we have we've got the yes water base the yes oil base the yes vaginal moisturizer and suteal lux and rich so and then we do have one silicon lubricant i don't generally recommend silicon lubes during menopause unless somebody really wants to use it and silicon lubes can't be used with silicon sex toys because it will degrade the material mm. but some people like silicon lubes but um yeah we only sell these three lubricant brands you won't find hundreds on our website and you won't find flavored lubes or perfume lubes or things that are colored or you know and the ingredients you should be looking for so glycerin glycerin creates a sugary environment inside the vagina and that causes thrush to thrive and it's also a vaginal irritant and the vast majority of lubes water-based lubes contain glycerin because it's a cheap product but it also makes a product feel very very sticky and that's neither sexy or pleasurable mm. Then you've got propylene glycol. That's the ingredient that actually causes irritation, the one that actually causes stinging, not just inside your vagina and on your vulva, but also, you know, anally and on a penis too. 
Um, so, you know, that's it affects everybody. Um, and, and they are, you know, well-known irritants. You find them in antifreeze. Um, then you've got parabens, which are um, preservatives, and they are hormone disruptors. And I know a lot of beauty products now are removing the parabens. Mm. So, you know, why would you want to put them inside your vagina, which is highly absorbent and very sensitive? You've got dyes, you've got perfume, because you will need to smell like a strawberry. Um, and you've even got glitter. I don't know really? why. Oh, oh, no. Or get, really? getting, re- <laughs> getting ready for the festivals, I don't know. But I just, <laughs> you know, and, and also alcohol as well. Obviously, we know that alcohol is very drying to the skin if you, you know, use things on your skin. So imagine what it's doing to the tissues of your vulva and vagina. So, you know, it's really important to check the ingredients but find something that works for you you know there might be somebody who loves coconut oil um i'm not a fan because i know it can cause thrush um and the thing about coconut oil make sure it's 100 pure it's organic it's in a tube not a pot so you're not dipping your finger mm. in and out and causing contamination and it's been ethically farmed not by monkeys on a chain and also remember anything that's oil-based will destroy latex condoms and also to say the ingredients on condoms can cause irritation too. The ingredients in the lube, um, a lot of people think they have a latex allergy and they're actually allergic or being irritated by the ingredients in the lube on condoms. So uh, the condoms we sell, Skins, S-K-I-N-S, they're lubricated with a silicon lube. But I often say to people, you know, use non-lubricated condoms, which are quite hard to find actually, and use your own lubricant. So you know, but it's about being an ingredients detective. Um, and it's not just lubes, it's vaginal moisturisers too. You know, there are well-known brands on prescription and available across the high street and they don't have very good ingredients in them. So, you know, it's about being really careful about what you're using. And if you're getting any irritation, obviously wash it off straight away. Um, but just because something's on prescription doesn't mean to say it's good for you. <laughs> You talked briefly about the the moisturisers as well, and I think it was um, was chatting to another guest about the fact that you know we spend plenty of money yeah. moisturising our faces, necks, other bits yeah. of our, our anatomy, but not so much uh, the the kind of the vagina. Whereas that's something that for a lot of people, again, you know, can can be a game changing for them if definitely uh, at this yeah. Time. Yeah, I mentioned the Yes Vagina Moisturiser. We also Sutil Lux and Rich, which are uh, sexual water-based sexual lubricant, long-lasting, and they interact with your body's own natural lubrication. So they're very different from most water-based lubes because they make you more lubricated. They can both be used as a vagina moisturiser. But yeah, you know, like you moisturise your face every night and every morning, you should be moisturising your vagina. So for me, personally, I, I do use local estrogen three times a week. I use, yes, vagina moisturiser internally and moisturise externally a bit. I use the Sutil Lux for moisturising as well, and I use, use Sutil for any sex play as well. And I only wash with water because no one needs an intimate hygiene wash no, they or don't. perfume, <laughs> menstrual products or scented condoms or bath bombs i call them thrush bombs as an article on the website um you know we don't need these products they perpetuate the myths that our vaginas smell they were created for a problem that doesn't exist our smelly vaginas and they actually do a lot more harm than good they actually cause vaginitis they actually exacerbate you know existing genital skin conditions that require maybe topical steroidal treatment and they actually you don't need them you're actually washing away all your friendly bacteria that keep your vagina happy happy and healthy so you know if you need to you can use a gentle emollient but yeah please don't go start scrubbing yourselves with these intimate washes they do so much more harm than good and we don't need them save your money and invest it buy a really good tube of lube (laughs) 
from that's you. the other thing. Well, that's <laughs> the other thing because people think, oh gosh, your lubricants are expensive, and it's like, well, actually, no, they're not. It's like it's the same price as that well-known brand there. And actually, why shouldn't you invest in your intimate health like you do with your skincare products or your hair care products or what you put on your body or the types of clothes that you wear? You know, or your your manicure. I I, I don't understand this. It's like the most sensitive and highly absorbent part of your body and we it is prone to infection um and irritation and therefore why wouldn't you want to use the rolls royce and mm. of you know well, i guess that comes down to that sort of stigma and taboo isn't it and I, I think i was sort of saying to you off air for people certainly of my kind of age you know that there was no i mean i think we had one sort of very kind of hushed tones session with the pe teacher mm. that was ne- you know might as well just not have happened at all but and that <laughs> you know i think that was about the extent of yeah. sex ed and you know certainly there was no kind of talk about masturbating sex toys stis stds i'm i'm hoping it's a little bit better now but i well, think for <laughs> but yeah that 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 kind of whole stigma about buying sex toys buying lube I I guess it is a lot easier for people now because there are so many places to buy online but even so I imagine if it it can be a bit daunting what do you kind of advise people to start with if they they kind of don't really know toys wise where to start we always advise to start small so something like a simple bullet vibrator or maybe one of the um, sonic wave toys that has changed orgasms transformed orgasms i mean i showed the lalo sauna too on the davina mccall program that i featured on last year um and that you know is one of our, our best clitoral stimulator um but i always say start small or start with a slim toy you don't need a great big six inch dildo so the world has moved on <laughs> since the rampant rabbit thank god um and we've got beautifully designed toys some that don't even look like sex toys so you don't mind if you want to leave them out but the most important thing is that you're actually buying something that's made from skin safe materials so we only sell products made from silicon glass metal and abs plastic um the glass is borosilic glass which is what pyrex dishes are made from and the metal are med is medical grade stainless steel so it's what surgical instruments are made from those four materials are non-porous so they don't absorb bacteria and you can clean them even the metal and the glass toys you can stick in your dishwasher if you wanted to <laughs> um obviously if you dropped a glass toy and it chipped then obviously it's not going to be suitable to use but you know they are long lasting and they can both be their materials that can be gently warmed up in a bowl of warm water or put in your fridge so you can experiment with temperature play so that's a bit of a fun thing to do but we don't sell sex toys made from jelly, latex and rubber. So, you know, they are highly porous materials. They leach out chemicals. They cannot be cleaned properly. So they absorb bacteria. They also degrade over time. and They degrade with certain sexual lubricants. They are available. They are widely sold. Just be really careful. You could be reinfecting yourself with thrush or whatever. Mm. And also be aware of fake and used products online as well. It's a big, big problem. You wouldn't believe that people are repackaging used toys, but they are. And there are a lot of fake toys available online. And that's why if you come to a reputable sex toy retailer like Joe Divine, we only work with the reputable manufacturers. Mm. And actually now quite a few manufacturers have taken the toys in-house and they will only allow you know people, certain people to sell them and distribute them. And so it means that they manage that fake market unfortunately but we've got fakes of everything haven't we so you know just do your research and just be aware that not everything is what it seems and if something is really cheap unless it's in a genuine sale and if it looks too good to be true then it probably is so but yeah I always say to people start small but it depends what they want it for you know 
75% of us orgasm through clitoral stimulation. You know, that's often why people can't orgasm through penetrative sex because they're not getting sufficient clitoral stimulation. So simple bullet toys, something that looks like a pebble, an air pulse toy. And obviously a lot of the slim toys that can be used internally can be used externally on your clitoris, on your nipples, um, on a partner's clitoris, on a partner's nipples, up and down the shaft of a penis, on the head of the penis, under the testicles. You know, it's about being creative and, and just starting off with something that's simple people often start off with a small toy and then they'll slowly maybe graduate to a a small rabbit and then you know and don't get me wrong obviously some people like big toys (laughs) so they're going to buy the big toys something's for everyone (laughs) yeah if if people aren't aren't sure can they kind of contact you through your instagram or through the website with kind of questions and i basically every day i give advice on the phone i give advice via email by dm yeah i'd rather people call me for advice if they're not sure what to buy them buy something that they're going to be disappointed with and obviously remember these are hygiene products so even if you open the box you know it's we we say to people just be really sure that you know this is actually what you want um because you know it's like you know it's like buying a pair of knickers isn't it (laughs) you don't really want to buy a pair of knickers that somebody else has worn um so you know if somebody's returning them so again they are hygiene products as well so but you know there's loads of information on the website there's well four or five hundred articles on the website you know how to buy your first toy there's an article that i wrote sex myths and the menopause to accompany the program with everything you know we talked about in five minutes (laughs) we were filmed for much longer (laughs) than that here in this sitting room actually but you know i've written about that to give people more advice and then there are links into those articles to like you know how to use your lube how to use your vagina moisturizer because I think I assume that people know what they're doing and they go, well, where do I put it? And when do I put it on? And, you know, for me, I pop a bit of Sutil on before we start any sex play. Um, and that's, that works for me. Some people just put on the lube before they have penetrative sex or when they're using their toys. Some people make it as part of their sex play. You know, so it's actually finding out what works for you. And sometimes it can, it can be difficult sometimes getting used to using a lubricant if you haven't. But quite frankly, there's no point being played with or masturbating when you feel dry it is not going to feel pleasurable and if your partner's you know playing with you and you're still not getting wet you know there's nothing pleasurable about that you're going to end up feeling dry sore you know it's not pleasurable it's not going to boost your arousal it's not going to boost your libido pop a little bit of lube on it it's like oh wow actually that feels really really nice and because it feels nice that then helps to promote your own natural lubrication so you become wetter it feels more pleasurable it's sort of an ongoing process I mean like the Sutil it interacts with your own body's natural lubrication and makes you feel more lubricated I've never tried a water-based lube like this before it's very long-lasting it doesn't need to be reapplied like most water-based lubes and you know or they have to be reactivated with water and for me and also by using it for sex it actually keeps my vagina happy and healthy you know for the rest of the week or when I you know it's um obviously I do these other things to my vagina I've got this intimate regime but I think it keeps me feeling comfortable and afterwards you know there's no tackiness there's nothing I don't have to wash it off it just gently gets absorbed you know into the tissues of the vagina and keeps them happy and healthy because it's moisturizing as well so but I said to people you know try experimenting when you want to put the lube on you know get your partner put it on you put it on yourself you can put it on a toy that's how you apply it you know we have a lube tube people sort of fill that up at five mils and they'll put that up inside you know so it's working out what works for you basically quite frankly when you find a lubricant that feels really good then that as I said it transforms your sexual pleasure and it means that sex positive reinforcement yeah definitely (laughs) everything's better definitely and yeah so you talked a little bit about uh the channel 4 
documentary last year um, maybe people listening who've seen one or both of them did you see uh, kind of as a result of that a big sort of uptake in people from that particular demographic kind of coming to the website following you on Instagram um yeah it went a bit crazy actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did a like a month's worth of sales in a couple of hours so yeah that was my husband was panicking because he'd only ordered 150 of the toilet that I just happened to show <laughs> and didn't allow for said, the Davina effect no and the manufacturer said oh well, don't worry you can always send them back and it was like my husband went within the first half hour so we've sold those he was panicking I'm crying after the program going this is going to transform menopause care everywhere <laughs> he's panicking about the business <laughs> and he's panicking about the business which fair enough. he did really well you know and I know at one point we had something like a thousand orders on back order but we, we got them all out the door and we had incredible conversations not just from people going through menopause but I give a high help an awful lot of people who've gone through cancer treatment obviously mm. a lot of those people go into menopause as a result of medical or surgical treatment and obviously the cancer treatment but also people with all other disabilities you know I have a lot of people with neurological disabilities like uh, multiple sclerosis mm-hmm. people who've had strokes heart disease you know people have been through gynae cancer treatments or just gone through gynae treatment post childbirth but we had some incredible conversations and we still do um but obviously that was people said oh, i had no idea now i know why i'm getting thrush oh my goodness me i've never i didn't have any idea i sat and watched it with my husband or my children watched it with me the the positive response was overwhelming um you know it led to the creation of the menopause charity that i'm part of which is part of um, dr louise newsom's clinic which is you know they offer free training for healthcare professionals so they've already trained twenty two thousand healthcare professionals they do the confidence in menopause training mm-hmm. and so that they feel happy you know talking and, and prescribing um hormone replacement therapy or alternative treatment but it, it just I don't know what it it just was amazing. And the fact that you have this very high profile celebrity who had to think very carefully about doing it. She was incredible. She was, she's been absolutely amazing. She sat on Twitter and answering people's concerns. And obviously then the second program was amazing because they addressed different things. And now I've just saw a, an Instagram post this morning. They're looking to do a third program because there's so much stuff. The, the topic itself is huge. Mm. It's not just about, you know, taking HRT if you want to, if you're able to, using local estrogen, using your lubes, using your sex toys. You know, it's about your lifestyle. It's about diet. It's about exercise. It's about mental health. It's about relationships, about the workplace. So I feel really proud to be part of this generation who are making menopause matter um, for the future generations. Being able to have those conversations and to yeah. be and to do that without stigma and 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 actually just getting people talking about it I think we're normalizing it you know like we have done with other things this is another part a stage in our lives we've talked about childbirth we talk about periods you know and actually we should this is the next stage in our lives and we're going to be sort of post-menopausal for a very long time because we're living longer but we're having to work longer as well and so I, when I have friends say, oh, no, I'll never use HRT and everything. But then I sort of, sort of, but then they say they have all these symptoms. And I'm going, well, you know, this is what it can do to help you. But then I say to them, but it's also lifestyle. So when they're knocking back another glass of red wine, I'm not patronising anybody or looking down on them. I'm just saying, thinking about what you do. I've done that. I know a lot of people have. I've actually, you know, 
you gain weight, um, as I certainly technically did in the pandemic. Um, but, you know, sort of exercising regularly and looking at your diet and maybe cutting back on your drinking and trying to reduce stress. Mm. So I know it's that's a holistic difficult. thing, isn't it? And everybody's it is, it different. is a holistic, yeah. you know, and that's the thing about Jodie Vine. People will come <laughs> to Dubai, ask for some advice about lube. And by the end of the conversation, they've, they will have ordered some lubricant, maybe a simple sex toy, maybe some vagina moisturizer. They also have a recommendation for pelvic floor physiotherapy. If they've said to me, you know, if they're experiencing incontinence or they might have a tight pelvic floor, they may have a recommendation to psychosexual therapy, you know, to a cancer charity that we work with, to a menopause group that we work with, to a book that I've recommended. And they go, I only phoned up for a tube of lube. <laughs> for me, it's that part of the service. And, and your is. background in nursing obviously is a massive kind of bonus from that. Yeah, point of view. I think that, that you know that's the important thing. It's actually about looking at lots of people. I've never heard of pelvic health physio, but I said, yeah, but it's amazing. We work with some brilliant physios across the UK. In fact, our toys are shown in clinics across the country and our health brochure is given out you know in so many places and to get healthcare professionals to talk about sex because it wasn't part of my training it still isn't mm. part of training to get them to talk about sex to get them to stop recommending very poor sexual lubricants or telling people well with pre-order cancer why are you worrying about your sex life well you're not in a relationship you don't need to worry about sex and you know or aren't you a bit too old for that but I think things are changing slowly we are slowly changing things within the healthcare and I think also being a nurse having a nursing background I have doors have opened a bit more for me but it's because I don't talk nonsense I talk the practical stuff and I won't recommend anything that I wouldn't use myself and that I know is detrimental to intimate health so yeah I get contacted about all sorts of different products and yeah say no <laughs> you know sorry I'm just not no this is the reason why no there's no evidence why that would be very good for you or you know um, and I think people are quite shocked and it's like because we actually have ethics and we actually stick to what we believe in and we won't change that you know that's really really important so mm. but yeah no I'm always happy to chat with somebody and to get feedback for people to say oh my goodness me we used your lube and we never got out of bed all weekend yay <laughs> <laughs> I love it um you know I just and when people say to me you've given me hope I do help a lot of young women going through breast cancer treatment. Mm. Um, and again, breast cancer seems to be weird. It's, you know, obviously incredibly common. A lot of young people go through it, and yet they seem to be the ones who don't get the sex advice. I work with Trekstop, who are a cancer charity for young people, and the Eve Appeal. Weirdly enough, the breast cancer charities, I just don't quite know what they're doing and why these people are not actually being given sex advice, you know, when they're going through their treatment. I mean, for me, talking about sex should be a compulsory part of cancer treatment and menopause um mm. you know we, we can't be like that part of you goes stuff. away just yeah <laughs> so i don't understand you know if you've had your ovaries removed then you know why are we not talking about hrt we don't whip out thyroids and say oh no we're not going to give you any thyroxine we don't remove testicles and say oh no we can't give you any testosterone so why are we doing it when people have you know their ovaries removed because where do our hormones come from i don't <laughs> you know it's like so this is really really important so um yeah it's uh but you know Sex is meant to be noisy, messy, embarrassing, consensual, pleasurable, most of all fun. And whatever your age, just to say our oldest customer's 93. She's fabulous. She discovered us in lockdown. Our oldest couple that we know about were both 95, and they said they were enjoying a second honeymoon. Brilliant. So I just love it because I just say, oh, well, you know, I hope I'm going to be like them if I last that long. <laughs> And uh, you, you definitely uh, do do keep it in the family as well because your your daughter has a book coming out uh, which is is on my big long list of, of <laughs> books to buy aimed kind of at uh, 
younger so yeah. I think sort of te- pre-teen or kind of early teen and it's upwards. I think it's aimed sort of from 14 is teens okay. and young adults okay. but it's called it's called honest it's a comp- comprehensive guide to sex education she's 22 um, and she's been a sex education activist since she was 16 she joined the family planning associations youth committee when she was 16 after I saw a tweet she's then spoken in various countries on different platforms um, and she's written extensively about this she's got a huge tiktok following where she posts sex education stuff um, and yeah, and she's written this book. So basically the book that she wanted when she was younger. So it's completely comprehensive. It talks about all sorts of things from, you know, your intimate health to menopause has a page and half at the end, <laughs> um, which obviously she said she couldn't not put that in. And obviously it's on the school curriculum now. So that's you know really, really good because of Diane Danza Brink's Make Menopause Matter campaign. And this is a book that I'm hoping, you know, loads of people will find useful. And it's, you know, it talks about everybody, genders, sexual orientation. So nobody is missed out or left behind. This is really, really important because even though we've got sex education on the school curriculum, it depends on who's teaching it and how well they're teaching it. I'm still not convinced that it's being taught that well because I don't think time's been given to it. And also, I think it's difficult for teachers to teach it. I think yeah. you need to bring in external educators. That's much better. So this is a book that um, Millie wanted when she was younger, when she was confused about stuff. And um, it talks about so much consent and coercive relationships and online date, online issues, digital, mm. uh, digital stuff as well. So it's something that people will really uh, hopefully find beneficial and oh, fantastic little drawings it. in it yeah so um yeah we're really excited to her book launch is uh, is next month so very excited about that brilliant <laughs> i need to get it on pre-order but I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there will be a lot of people listening who perhaps like me have kind of kids who who, who maybe aren't there yet to have something like that ready to to sort of as a basis for those conversations will be be really useful i think it's it is a little bit overwhelming sometimes to uh, to kind of start thinking about how we have healthy conversations with with kids so yeah books like that definitely uh kind of good to not just to kind of throw at them but I think to sort of to read ahead and then to be able to sort of discuss I think I completely agree I remember we had some books at home and um, I think she's even mentioned them a couple of books because she's got two brothers as well um, and they're all adults now but um yeah and actually I've read all the books beforehand before I gave them um to them so but you're right because often you don't actually know what to say or where to say or you know where to go with this and you don't know where that conversation is going to come from and we know that parents aren't comfortable talking about this whereas actually children if you don't talk about it they are going to go elsewhere and find it and they get it from their peers you know and they'll go online and they will find this stuff unless there's some really good stuff out there like Millie but also there's some really not so good stuff out there so then that creates confusion and worry and and it doesn't actually need to be you know we know that knowledge is power like within the whole menopause community but you know we know about our bodies and we understand our bodies then actually that makes such a difference and it just makes them then hopefully enjoy happy and healthy relationships in the future enables them to choose what they want to do and you know make those decisions and and make good decisions about their relationships and um, rather than putting themselves in situations that could potentially be you know unsafe Um, so yeah so hopefully um, she's uh, I, I really hope that people will like it and it's got got lovely illustrations by a young illustrator as well so um yeah I'm really really proud of her because she's worked really hard she's got a book deal when she was 20 and she's 22 now so you know really really impressed but it's you know it's nice to have it from a young person who's not actually long out of school who remembers it (laughs) um and what it was like or not like well I'll uh, I'll make sure that I pop a link uh onto the website and the show notes if anyone's interested in following up on that and likewise 
to uh, to the Joe Divine website and to uh, find Sam on Instagram where you're the giver out of uh, some fantastic advice. And thank you so much for coming to talk to us. That's fine. I've, I've, I haven't created it yet, but I'll do it now when I go off. I'll create you a 10% discount code. So it'll be middling along and it is a 10% discount code on full price products. I think it's a minimum spend of £15 and it will be for a month. So I will put that code on the website, and if you go into the when you go to if you go to order something, you will get ten percent discount if it's if it's um, above fifteen pound, not including post and packing. Fantastic! So, uh, and if do you don't know what to you. order, ring Sam; she will tell yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> she'll give you a big list. We'll have have a look at the website. Just to say, some of you might be blocked from the website. That's your internet provider because we are an adult company. And I know it's difficult because people have to put adult filters on because they've got children, but you can actually remove them. Um, or you know, I can send you a link where you can go. A link so you can actually get onto the website without actually having to go through internet providers. It is very frustrating because obviously we are yes we sell sex toys but we do a lot of education as well. But unfortunately that's the way of the world. So if you find that you are blocked, don't panic. It's <laughs> yeah, and we have we have a couple of brochures. So if anybody wanted the little health brochure, or we've got a catalogue which has also got products you know for people with a penis and prostate. You know I'm always happy to to pop one of those in the post as well. Fantastic. There you go, everyone. <laughs> oh, sorry, just to say, so it's joedivine.com um, and you'll find us on Twitter at joedivineuk, Instagram joe.divine and I'm at samtalksex both on Twitter and Instagram where you'll probably find me posting pictures of flowers and a naughty fox yesterday but also then talking about sex toys and loot so, or marmalade because if it's in january you'll get pictures of marmalade that i've made we have a marmalade yeah made. don't use that for loot won't, won't no, work please, out well for you loot, no, marmalade, very sticky just just eat it on your toaster on that note <laughs> thanks again sam has been fantastic talking to you You've been listening to the Middling Along podcast. Do remember to subscribe to be notified when our next episode is live. And why not visit the blog at www.middlingalong.com to sign up to my newsletter as well. I do hope you enjoyed listening today. If you did, I'd be really grateful if you would consider leaving a short review as that helps people find the podcast and helps get it noticed. Hope you can join us next time. Goodbye for now.